Brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Whoa. Feedback. Is this on? Anyway. <laughs> we'll work with it. All right. So, whoa, man. Is this the mic? Maybe I should use this mic. Is it off? It is off. So I don't know. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I'll do my best. So um, my name is Juan Sebastian, and um, met many, many of you, but not all of you. Uh, I was born in Poland when I was six years old. My family escaped and moved to Austria for a few months, and then we moved to Toronto, Canada, and that's where I grew up. So I grew up in a very Polish home, speaking Polish, eating Polish, uh, but I was in a black neighborhood, predominantly, in a Filipino parish. I was learning French all my life. So, you know. And, and that's the short version, for real. So, uh, that's my life beginnings. And being Polish, we were Catholic, because, you know, because we're Polish. <laughs> that's how it goes. And um, so, yeah, we went to church on Sundays most of the time, especially when it was convenient, but not when it was inconvenient. And uh, when I was about 16 years old, this really cute girl asked me to go come to youth group. In my mind, I said, no way. But she's cute. So I said, yeah, of course I'll be there. <laughs> and that's how the Lord took me in, because I started going to youth group <laughs> regularly. And um, yeah, so for not the best motives initially. But um, so as a teen teenager, my whole life was music. Like I was into mixing music, DJing, all that kind of stuff. So that was my focus of my life. But a little bit here and there, I was going to church, doing some church stuff. And through church stuff, um, there came an opportunity when I was about 19 to do um, this retreat called a Life in the Spirit Seminar, whatever that means, right? Oh boy, never look back, man. That changed my life. But after, after that, after the encounter with, this initial encounter with the Lord, um, I had a chance to come to, uh, to Michigan for a retreat for young adults. And... Um, and even though I was already had this initial encounter, I really, when I saw these young people who were really, it was an atmosphere a lot like this, where there are people my age who were totally on fire for Jesus. And, you know, at one point during that weekend, during the praise and worship session, I was there with my eyes closed, my hands out, and I just said, God, I don't know what these people have, but whatever they got, I want the same thing. So you can take my life and do with me whatever you want. He took me seriously. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> I tell you, it was, I mean, I opened my eyes, I saw everything in color for the first time. It was amazing. And just everything changed um, that moment, really, that day, you know, to really, I really took my baptism seriously. And the Lord took my prayer seriously. And I've never been the same since. Praise Jesus. But I'll be honest with you that it wasn't like smooth sailing from then on because even in that atmosphere, and I came back a few months later to do this week of evangelization camp, I remember looking at these young people who were so on fire, and I remember thinking, man, I don't fit in here, man. Like, this is not what I'm used to. There's no cussing, there's no drinking, there's no craziness. How, I don't know how to be like this. I don't know how to live this way. You know, I felt like, like such a fake, you know? And, um, and, and I, but you know what, and that's, that's a lie. That was a real lie that the devil was putting into my heart. You don't belong here, you don't fit in, you'll never be like that, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. The truth is, I do belong there, I do belong here, you belong here. That's the truth. So even if you start comparing yourself to other people, realizing I'm not like this, I'm not like that, don't compare yourself to him or her, because it doesn't matter. You're not supposed to be like them. You're supposed to be like Jesus. 
He is your measure. He is the one we follow. Sometimes we think, man, the bar is so high. No, it's not. It's higher. <laughs> and if you're honest, if you're honest, you will, I'm telling you, I had, actually, I, I had a, I was praying about this only a couple months ago, or maybe it was a couple years ago, whatever it was. You know, it was a, so I was in prayer sincerely, I was like, Lord. And I was praying about my whole life, I'm like, Lord, I can't do this. It was so sincere, and I was like in a desperate moment, I said, Lord, I can't do this. You know what Jesus did? He didn't lie. <laughs> he didn't say to me, yes, you can. He said, I know. <laughs> It's the truth. It's the truth. You can't. I can't. Jesus says in, in the Gospel of John, very clearly, He says, without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. But St. Paul says in Philippians, I can do all things in Him who strengthens me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Exactly. So if you are ever tempted to doubt, I can't do this. It's partly true. <laughs> you can't do it on your own. And you're not meant to do it on your own. This is how we do it. That's why we need the church. We need each other. St. Augustine, who we celebrate today, he was a very wise man for many reasons. And one of the ways in which he was so wise was when, once he really accepted his faith totally, he was baptized, he really became a strong believing Christian. When he went back home, uh, he became a priest, became a bishop. He set up a little community where he was living to support himself. Because he was honest. He realized, I can't do this alone. And so he gave himself a support team, you know, basically. And so started living almost like a, not exactly a monastic life, but, but similar to that, you know. And so you yourself, this whole year, um, can you really do this? On your own? Of course not. So you got your team. But actually, you know what? This is my first time on Next, so I'm giving you a bit of an objective perspective because I've been very impressed, very edified by what this the net ministry team has been giving you these talks, these um, examples, these all these witnesses and, and testimonies, because they are giving you what you. These are not these are not actually good things or important things. These are necessary things. You need this stuff, not only for to have a good year of net, but just to live a good Christian life. This is important stuff, necessary stuff. And actually, when I was, I checked out this first reading last night. I was like, wow, this is too good to be true, man. Because this is like, I mean, we could, this could be dear netters, <laughs> right? From, from, from the net ministry team, right? We earnestly ask you and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us during net ministry training, how you should conduct yourself to please God, and as you are conducting yourselves already, you do so even more. More and more and more. For you know that what for you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. This is the will of God, your holiness. That's what this is all about. That you would refrain from immorality, that each of you know how to acquire a wife for himself. Oh, I didn't notice that part. Okay. <laughs> hey. For real. Hey. That's alright. That's alright. I really didn't see that. Hey. But let's be honest. Right? I mean, hey. You want your vocation, don't you? So, 
I'm trying to help you with that, you know. A wife. Or to be a priest or to be a nun, it's all right, you know. So either way, your vocation. Uh, where was I, man? Okay. Well, uh, oh, man, now, wait, wait, is it really in here? Where, oh, there it is. Okay. In holiness and honor, beautiful, not in lustful passion, amen, as do the Gentiles who do not know God. Mm. Not to take advantage of, of, of or exploit a brother or a sister in this matter. Well, we had talks about that. For the Lord is in the avenger of all these things, as we told you before and solemnly affirm. For God did not call us to impurity, but to holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not a human being, but God, who also gives his Holy Spirit to you. Brothers and sisters, you are receiving gold, man, gold. Take it, soak it in, you know, and make it your own. Because in a sense, you know, these um, wonderful people who have put together this whole program for you to empower you in this way, to teach you, instruct you, what they're doing, see, they can't do everything for you. But they can show you where to go to get what you need. The gospel we have today is this image of the kingdom of heaven, right? These ten virgins, right? Some were five were foolish, five were wise, right? The wise ones had enough oil for their lamps. The staff here at Net Ministries can't get that oil for you. They can't fill up your lamps. But they can tell you, and they have told you, where to get the oil. Now it's up to you to get that oil, fill up your lamps, and keep them filled every morning, every day. This is what prayer is all about. So to keep filling up those lamps. So when the Lord Jesus does come, when you are at that gas station talking to that random person, that the Holy Spirit comes. Why? Because your lamps are lit and ready. Ready for that encounter where you will give the Lord Jesus, give the gospel of truth, the gospel of life, to this random person. This could be their moment of salvation. So brothers and sisters, be encouraged. You have been shown the way, now walk it. Amen? Amen. With great trust in God's divine providence, let us bring our needs before Him.